Oh my God, under personal comments, New York Knicks rule. Yeah, the Knicks rule. <laughs> What's up, Knicks Nation? Welcome to the Buckets Weekly Podcast. Today's show, David Fisdale, man, he stays winning. We're going to be looking at what he's been up to his first week as Knicks head coach. We're going to be looking at some of the coaches he's likely to bring in on his staff. We've got some tweet fire to go along with that. We're going to look at some of our players. Cantor, it's just getting awkward now with Cantor. <laughs> um, Timmy Shimmy, he's on fire. He's doing good things. A young rook, Frank Nilakina. We're going to be taking a look at his offseason, what he's got planned and... Uh, some interesting points with Frank Nilakina to do with the draft and his future with the team and where he might fit and things like that. So we're gonna I don't like to talk about the draft too much before we know where we're gonna pick. I think we've got like a three percent chance of being a top three pick, but most likely to be eight or nine. Um and if you're speculating, you've got like forty prospects to speculate about, so it's it's exhausting. So I wait until we know where we're picking and then we can really get into what's gonna happen in the draft. But some some interesting key facts and points. I think it was Mark Berman of the New York Post had a lot to say on uh, this upcoming draft and how that affects Nilakina and his a bit of his off season as well. So we're going to look at that. Uh, we might take a look at the roster that we've got at the moment, contracts and things going on, and who can we expect to see back and things like that. Because there's definitely going to be some juggling going on. Scott and Steve are going to be pretty busy. Some head scratching to do, I think. But yeah, let's just dive right into it. Don't forget, get in touch with the show. Email bucketsweekly at hotmail.com. The gram, Twitter, buckets underscore weekly. Uh, what else have we got? The blog, hit the blog, bucketsweekly.com. Uh, or any 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 outlet that you hear this on. SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, iTunes. Big one iTunes. So everyone likes to rate and subscribe and things like that on iTunes. So go ahead and do that. You'll be doing me a solid but uh, let's get down to business. David Fisdale. The man is on fire, people. He just stays winning. This man, he says, all it's like music to my ears hearing him speak. And uh, we've been in this boat before. Uh, new regime in the Knicks. Uh, lots of good things being said. The hype just gets unreal. Like when Derek Rose came to the Knicks and whatever. And Joakim Noah was like hyping everyone up like crazy. And then... Uh, uh, then we actually start playing basketball but uh, touch wood this time's going to be different <laughs> David Fisdale the things he's saying about the kind of players he wants to attract what he's going to do with our current players it's just it's brilliant he wants New York gritty hard nosed guys that want to shut down teams defense first Young, athletic, everything just coincides with what management is saying as well. It's just, it's, it's gorgeous. Uh, it's a masterpiece so far. So a little bit of business that he's got to take care of. Coaches, they like to bring in their own staff. So a few names floating around. I know that the Knicks got permission to talk to uh, Keith Smart, who's an assistant coach in Memphis, who worked with uh, David Fisdale. So likely, likely going to bring him on Nick Van Exel this would be an, this would be a great addition Nick Van Exel uh, Fisdale already pegged him as someone that he believes should already have a chance at a head coach in the league so a great addition if we can get him worked, worked together before 
a great basketball mind, but he did throw out a tweet yesterday just saying, it's all rumor, folks. So uh, we don't know what's going to happen with that, what's going to come with this talk with Keith Smart, but we know we can expect some new faces, uh, and we know that the kind of guy that Fizdale's going to want to work with is going to be someone we're going to like. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty much all there is on the coaches. We should expect, well, I don't really know when we can expect to hear. Uh, I guess people like to get these things going quickly, but there's other teams involved in permissions and, you know, uh, that kind of boring stuff. But uh, I, I would say this week or next week, this being Sunday. So that's pretty much all there is on that. Our players, Eric Cantor. Oh, man. Eric, did I just say Eric Cantor? Man, this, this heat must be getting to me. Ennis Cantor. It's just getting awkward, man. He's going to opt out. It's, it's a closed case. He's gone. Uh, well, probably gone. I, I doubt New York will give him a longer deal. He, I think it was it, the dentist. Yeah, the dentist. He'd done a post, like getting his wisdom teeth taken out, and he's like, "My teeth are a definite opt out." Wink, wink. Just stop talking with us, man. This is our basketball team, you know. Um, so he's gonna he's gonna opt out. We can we can lock that in right now. Whether or not Nick's bring him back, he said that he wants that, but I think this is just like fluff things that people say to make the process easier. So uh, we might not be seeing Ennis Cantor, which would be a huge loss to the team. I mean, imagine if we didn't get all of those second chance points last year. Man, how how abysmal would the Knicks have been if after all those misses, other teams ran it up the court on us? And scored on us easily. Just thinking, oh, when Ennis Cantor got an offensive rebound, just never got old. Every single time you were like, praise the Lord for that man. Uh, and he's an absolute tank. He's New York all over, so it'll be a huge loss to lose uh, Ennis Cantor. But it's looking like that might be the case because you know teams are going to snap him up if he does opt out. And are the Knicks really going to compete with any kind of offer that he's likely to see? Uh, it remains to be seen. Uh, Carlo Quinn as well on the subject again just stays quiet he's enjoying the playoffs he's just doing his thing so we'll see what happens with him Timmy Shimmy Tim Hardaway Jr he's hitting the gym already uh, I think it was Barr our head of athletics coach our head athletics coach good follow on Instagram uh, absolute beast uh, he's working out with Tim Hardaway he's been in the Hardaway's been in the gym with C. Brickley getting work in so it's looking like he's going to come back good uh, he's pretty pretty solid last year when he was healthy so it's looking like he's going to earn his money next year and silence quite a lot of people but it's cool to see him like one of our key guys on the team just involved so early in the off season like he was chilling on the beach and now he's just going ham so that's that's really cool to see a big player in our team getting getting work in early. I mean, let's not forget about KP. KP puts in work every day. Just that's natural. Uh, but it's cool to see Tim Hardaway in his Space Jam jersey, in his Michigan shorts, just just looking good, looking good out there. Uh, Frank Nilakina. Hopefully, Frank Nilakina sees this, uh, learns a little lesson from this. 
he is coming back to the US. He's been in France. He's done a little tour of France. He's been doing workouts with like head athletics people in Paris uh, daily, I think. And he's got his jersey retired from his old team, Strasbourg. Uh, he only played there for two years and the kid's only like 20 years old. So, I mean, he, he's on fire over in France. <laughs> Good for him. But he's coming back. It said, I don't know what source this is. Again, this is in the Mike Berman New York Post article. So I don't know who he spoke to. But 21st of May, the 21st of May, Franklin Aquino is coming back. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see Franklin Aquino's off-season. Um, the kid has got so much to learn, or has learned it already, he just needs to put it into practice. When you hear David Fisdale talking about him and how he might be too unselfish and things like that, and you see toward the back end of last season when he was just starting to instinctively put the ball up instead of trying to find someone or kick it out or whatever when the best option is just to float it up there, Frank. And he was doing that, and he was getting like his career game after career game, and it was look it was looking good, but the season ended. Um, so I can't wait to see him just work out. I want to see him get some runs in with Black Ops, um, and really get hungry to start next season and come in hungry uh, to next season. But there was quite a lot of interesting points that Berman made in the article to do with where the Knicks draft and how that fits in with Frank Nilekina and what they think of Frank Nilekina. Uh Steve Mills and Scott Perry, they've both said, well, most mostly Perry, he's a draft man, but they've both said that they want to draft off of pure talent. So whatever whatever position we draft, 7th, 8th, ninth, wherever, we will take the best talent at that spot in the draft whatever's still available we'll take it and then just use free agency and trades to help out the position you need namely small forward with the Knicks we, we need a small forward um, Perry's also said that we want to acquire a young athletic wing in the draft maybe so people start talking about Mikhail Bridges and throwing other names about um, which would be which would be perfect which would be solid and likely to be available when we pick if we're lucky um, but again if there's talent I'm forgetting the boy's name now he's got like thinning hair and is like best friends with Steph Curry he's, he's like projected to be a lottery but if there's talent available at the point guard position or, she, or like there's a two guard available and that's the best talent and that's who we take then there's reflections on what management are thinking about Frank Nilekina because it was a tumultuous first season mixed reviews Again, took a little while to get into that attacking gear, um, but he, uh, amongst other rookies, like he he looked good, man. I'd say like the Aaron Fox, who uh, Perry drafted actually, um, it's the same thing. They're really tight with Frank Nikina, but it just takes them a little while to get going. And then when Fox realized he was quicker than absolutely everybody, then he was doing some amazing things, and he was having like sick putback dunks and stuff like that. And Frank was just putting up career numbers. So, where, wherever they draft, it does reflect on what they think, or not necessarily what they think, but just what's going to happen with Frank Nilekina. If they drafted someone at his position, I mean, Frank Frank Nilekina is long, and he defends, and you could probably put him on like three or four positions if you had to, uh, particularly for going small as well, uh, which we've done quite effectively last year. 
I don't know. I don't know how often like Fisdale want to do that, but I mean, if he wants to get up and down and go fast, we might see it quite a lot. Where Frank's really going to flourish in that kind of style of play. But yeah, it's just interesting to think. I mean, we we got to keep Frank. He's on the books. He's dirt cheap. The potential with this guy. I remember before he was drafted, like the first kind of thing that I read about him was someone like close to him, a scout, compared him to the Greek freak in terms of potential. So coming into the league, he's super long, super athletic. Uh, once he gets comfortable with the jumper and things like that, the same with the Greek freak actually, then that that is a really good comparison to have. And to let that go, just because you're drafting talent which hasn't had a year in the league, um, would be huge. I mean, I hope I hope it doesn't happen. I hope we get the wing that we're looking for in Frank. I mean. If you take a look at the books this year, we've got Trey Burke on an option, which you hope the Knicks will pick up. And Ron Baker, he's got like the five million, like he was getting more than Derrick Rose, that was crazy. And you know he's gonna pick that up. But similar to center, there's a, there's a little bit of a jam um, in terms of guards. I got Hardaway, Dotson looked really good toward the end of last year. Uh, last season, sorry. So they 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 need to make move at that position. Really, they need a small forward, sure. But I mean, it does all come down to the draft and who they draft and where that fits. They might just trade it away. I mean, that anything can happen. But I just wanted to mention that. I mean, there's speculation that because obviously Frank had a tumultuous season and Mark Berman is like Mister Pessimist that. Uh, he he's gonna go and whatever the Knicks do in the draft if it affects Nilekina it's gonna be viewed as what management think about Nilekina but I don't think I don't think that's right but the man he's, he's been on fire in France he's got a new makeover looks swaggy as hell uh, I wanna see him back next year yeah so Frank's coming back 21st of May he's gonna meet Fizz Fizz can't wait to meet him uh, wants to get his hands on him um, his body's still going through puberty so he just can't wait to really mould him into the best player he can be uh, those are Fizz's words um, but yeah so he's coming back 21st can't wait to see what Fizz makes to the guy and what Frank makes of Fizz um, and hopefully uh, get some runs in Black Ops now what I really really liked was Frank Nilekina is going to play in Vegas Summer League the number seven pick overall, or number eight, wherever it was last year. God, so many picks going on. He's going to play in Las Vegas Summer League, and I'm telling you, nothing could be better for the kid. Humble yourself. You had a you had an up and down season. Get back to the US, work out, meet your coach, go do summer league, go through the motions, uh, and get better. I think it's absolutely great that he's already booked in to play summer league. There's no speculation or anything like that. He wasn't able to play last year. That probably would have really helped him. I think he had is it a bad hammy he had or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it's really great to see that he's going to be in summer league. So props, props to my man Frank on that one. Uh, let's just look, go over. Stefan Bondi had a great uh, tweet. Sorry, just listing who the Knicks have under contract next season because there's going to be shuffling going on there's going to be some movement but I just wanted 
to take a sec, go over it, and see from what we've got right now to build on. If everything stayed the same almost. Uh, who do we want back? This was a big question. Uh, I think I posted two days ago a picture of uh, Joakim Noah in his glorious beard. Um, shout out Nick's beard gang. And uh, I just said, is he going to be shooting up for us next year? And I put a poll on there and it was pretty much nope. Uh, but I got a lot of people, shout out to everyone that messaged off of that story and just like had a lot to say about Joakim Noah. Um, so let's just get into it. Under contract next season, Dotson, absolutely want to keep Dotson. Cheap, uh, really fit what Fizdale's doing. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about this kid. Looking at the end of last season when he was getting like some serious burn, uh, you want to see him back next year. Hardaway Jr., absolutely, obviously, already in the gym. Courtney Lee always seems to be on the trading block. Uh, he's already said like recently that every year, um, it happens every year with him, and he just like he's deaf to it by now. Um, but Courtney Lee, I'd like to see Courtney Lee back. I've said before on the podcast, like playing against Courtney Lee, like when he was in Charlotte and things, it was just so frustrating. And it's good to have that on our team now. It's good to make friends with the enemy, you know. Uh, Emmanuel Moudier. Again, this might be another one which is pretty dependent on on the draft. Um, management weren't that keen on how Nidikin was getting into the paint and executing, so they trade uh, traded for Moudier or signed Moudier. Sorry, um, but again with the draft, like all the talks about Frank Nidikin, that could affect Moudier, depending on what who the Knicks draft. Uh, Nidikin, yeah, absolutely come back, bought out for us. Porzingis. I really hope he plays next year, but you're definitely keeping him. Uh, player option, hopefully give it to him next year. Um, so he got that cap in 2019. LT, Lance Thomas, the captain. Um, definitely, definitely keep. I put a post on the gram the other day because Fisdale said that he likens um, Lance Thomas to, to Draymond Green. And I thought that was wicked because... Lance Thomas is a glue guy. He's an absolute legend. And what he does on the court, it can't be reflected or measured very easily at all. <laughs> you just have to watch the guy play. Um, he does little things on the defense, like just sticking with a player or just shutting out a zone or coming off of a pick or just following someone or it make huge difference, a huge difference to the play and how the play develops and how we get stopped. Uh, and to, for Coach Fizz to say that he sees Draymond Green in Lance Thomas and he wants Lance Thomas who's an excellent defender like always shuts down the best player on the other team uh, LeBron always has a hard time against him for our coach to say he wants him to go be go chase first team or defense um, defensive player of the year type mindset he said that about KP as well fair play um, but for him to say that I absolutely agree with. I'm a little bit biased because Lance Thomas is my favorite Nick. Always has been. I'm glad he's the longest tenured Nick. Um, and I really, really hope he's back. Um, he's under contract. Don't get rid of Lance Thomas. He's coming back for sure. Joakim Noah. Ah, oh, Joakim. Let's just let's just skip that. You know, I'm I'm done. I'm done with Joakim. <laughs> Player options. Canter. He's gonna go. 
O'Quinn probably going to opt out. Knicks might bring him back. They've they've expressed it. They're open um, to doing what needs to be done to get O'Quinn back. Ron Baker, you know he's taking that option, man. Oh man, he is making bank. He's currently in uh, Kansas, rehabbing that shoulder. Got a nice little new truck. Um, doing living that off season life. Looking like just looking like old school as hell. Ron Baker just looks like a player from this. I want to see him in like short shorts next year. If he's back next year, um, like we got a lot of guards. Unless Ron Baker comes out early next season and just balls out, it makes a huge difference. Kind of like a TJ McConnell in the Sixers, um, just a hustle guy and just earns his spot. If he does that, I'm cool. I mean, I was cool with Baker when he was doing that before he got injured the last two years. But if he doesn't, he's got to go by the trade deadline, man. Um, because it's just it's not going to work out with the player, with the roster, just just everything. But uh, yeah, Ron Burgundy, I hope he stays too. Trey Burke, you like the he's on a team option. You like the team to take that. Uh, same with Troy Williams. Uh, again, fits the mold of what everyone's preaching about: young, athletic, up and down, fast defense, defense. Sorry, preaching defense like crazy. Uh, the boys, New York, all over. He's just got the uh, wires taken out of his jaw and he's ready like he's just asking everybody like where are the hoops in New York let's go um, so you really hope he comes back Michael Beasley a free agent bring Beasley back man don't let Beasley go if you think about it Michael Beasley this year or last season he he meant a lot to the Knicks not only when KP was healthy and he was off the bench and he was having huge games off the bench and he like just tore apart the Celtics and he was strapped in, um, but when KP went down and everything was asked of Beasley, he'd done all that was asked of him. Yeah, he might like take a playoff or just like get a bit sloppy with it every now and again, but uh, you live with that. You, you absolutely live with that for what he gives you day in, day out. On the floor, off the floor, keep the guy. Sign Beasley. Wrap him up ASAP. Jarrett Jack, oh man, what a soldier! I I just wish we could sign him as, a, as an assistant coach. Can Fizz can Fizz do that? I mean, the guy the guy needs to be on the Knicks, but we we gotta let him, we gotta let him walk as a free agent. We we got too many guards, point guards, um, and when he was playing, he was amazing, and when he wasn't playing, he was even more amazing. Um, but yeah, we're just we're just stacked at point. And again, it's another one. The draft, the draft has a chain reaction wherever we draft. But I mean, I'd love to see Jared Jack back on the Knicks. One of my favorite point guys that we've had in a while. Um, but yeah, it's looking like Jared Jack might not be back. Uh, restricted free agents are two ways: Cornet, Isaiah Hicks. Cornet, you got to bring back. That's the future of the NBA right there. I don't mean like Cornet himself per se but the style of play uh, he's got balls man I mean he he just chucks up freeze if he's ice cold he doesn't care what anyone says he's just he's just letting it go and toward the end of the season as well he was getting a lot more comfortable with like footwork and things on defense and that was paying dividend just getting just getting minutes and getting reps in uh, with the team and if you think about it these two ways I mean they come I mean our development system is incredible now um, our, our horizontal development system 
but that's tough on a player. I mean, it's they're an amazing idea, the contracts, but to be 14 days in the NBA and you don't know where or when um, and traveling around the, uh, the D-League, having days where you're like doing both in one day, uh, you're training with different people, you're listening, you're hearing different coach voices and, and whatever, that's got to be harder than it would seem. Uh, but Cornet, he balled out every time he had to. Uh, tore up the Raptors, which was funny. <laughs> uh, Isaiah Hicks, again, huge potential with this kid, but I mean, we're, I mean, there's about 17 players that I've said I want to see back in this year, so when someone's got to get cut, Isaiah Hicks, unfortunately. Um, you know, he'll just, he'll just get picked up by someone else and ball out as a 15th man somewhere. <laughs> and I, I regret even mentioning his name in this list, but yeah, that's that's our roster. Uh, hopefully, most the bulk of the guys come back. We don't know what's going to happen with Joe Keem. Uh, you guys don't think he's going to be suiting up for us next year. I don't, to be honest with you. Um, but we'll see what happens with that. And that's pretty much it for this week's podcast. Quiet week, mainly just Fizdell in his first week as head coach. He's on. He's absolutely on fire. Like I said, just YouTube the man. Watch everything he's been on all the chat shows in New York um, he just preaches absolute gold so YouTube him watch that listen to all the radio interviews they're really really good great insight into the man um, he hasn't got social media but his wife I can't remember her name now but she's a good follow because she just follows him around uh, and it's a great insight into our coach um, his day to day life like seeing him go to the Yankees backstage and like meet Spike Lee and stuff that was wicked so yeah that'll do That'll do for this week. It's a gorgeous day. I'm going to go back outside, lap up the sun. Uh, but I can't let the Buckets Weekly faithful down with the podcasts. Um, so, yeah, guys, let me know what you think of this show. It was a slow one today, a slow burn. Comment wherever wherever you're listening to this. Comment, rate, subscribe. Um, go follow the page, Buckets underscore weekly on the gram. That's like the hub of all of this. That's the nerve center. That's the mothership. Uh, so go do that. Get in touch on there, um, DM on Twitter, uh, email bucketsweekly at hotmail.com. Uh, what else we got? The blog, hit up the blog, that is fancy as hell. Uh, and yeah, we'll do it all again next week. Peace! Peace.